The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes, or welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with your favorite person and mine, host of The Militant Moderate, coming direct from the back of a van, Paul Michael Boland. Paul, what the hell are you doing in a van? <laughs> wait, 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 too long, so I apologize to everybody for the sound quality of my voice today. Uh, yeah. Well, my, my, I, I am proud to say I've had my cell phone for seven years. Today, it's just, I like that. Well, no, that's a good thing. At least just saving cash there. The um, I do. I've called in from weirder places than the back of a van for the show. I think mm-hmm. that's just part of the charm. And, you know, I know the, the listeners know they're dealing with people in the film industry who have really weird jobs and end up in really weird places, including the back of a van. Wish me luck. <laughs> so we have a really interesting show today. We're going to be talking about Fifty Shades of Grey again. Um, but what, the reason we're hitting on this is Fifty Shades is doing a release where they're packaging everything together, adding all of the bonus material. So it's like one continuous thing. And if you realize that, um, if you realize that they've only been dating six weeks, it's actually really creepy. The whole thing, including the marriage, takes place over less than three months, and the longest period of time is in the first book and the first film. So they have this like whirlwind, get married, then he gives you know his ex-girlfriend a bath. There's a whole bunch of weirdness to it. They're packaging this, re-releasing it, and putting in a special disc that is just the sex scenes. I'm not sure how this isn't pornography. You there, Paul? Sort well, of. Sort of. How, how is this not pornography? It's just the sex scenes on a disc. Uh, let's see. Sex scenes on a disc. Uh, I don't have a Webster's Dictionary uh, handy, but I'm pretty sure that is the definition of pornography. Right? It's going to be kind of lame pornography, you know, because that's what those movies were. I still maintain, yeah, and I save some kid the trouble of cutting off juicy parts of that stuff, right? I maintain, and I still stand by this. They should launch the K to say "Oh my!" every time Anastasia Steele says "Oh my." She says it like four hundred thirty-one times. I demand somebody dub it with George Takei because he's the only person that can Goodbye. use that phrase. That yes. yes! They can use yeah. that much. Like, I, or, I just or, when, or when the, the guy playing Christian, or whoever the dude was, he was very pretty, I don't know. Uh, whenever he, like, stares, like, emotes, like, off to the left. You did that a lot. Oh, my God, you did a lot. <laughs> but that's what I want to see. The best, the best incantation, incantation that I've seen in this, though, was Ellen DeGeneres 
reading Fifty Shades of Grey. If you guys get the chance, it is the greatest thing you have ever heard in your life is Ellen DeGeneres trying to do sound effects. Because, you know, you've got <laughs> Wait, Ellen DeGeneres, seriously, you you've sound, got Ellen DeGeneres sitting there going, my body quivered and he spanked me. Oh, oh my. <laughs> Go check out Ellen DeGeneres reading Fifty Shades of Grey. It is even better than Gilbert Godfrey reading Fifty Shades of Grey. That is also uh, a thing. I, I may have a topper for this. Because there was a YouTuber that uh, she got her start on YouTube basically reading Fifty Shades of Grey. So I guess they've loosened the laws a little bit. But uh, all those videos got taken down. Uh, but she does, uh, if you uh, search Emma Blackery's Taken by the T-Rex, uh, i.e. Dinosaur Erotica. Okay. Uh, I think, yeah. It, she does a very, very entertaining. But, yeah, not, not, well, I think the, I think the prose is just about as good. I, I'm just, I'm astounded by the whole thing. There are portions of it. I'm actually going to read this. These are, this is in the fucking book. Oh, no. This is text okay. messages between Anastasia and Christian. Where are you right now? Lost in the illustration world of laundry and daily domesticity. Stop what you are doing and reach down and masturbate yourself for two minutes. Picture my hand in place of yours. So it, it goes on from there, but it's text messages. Half of this book is text messages between these two people. Oh, I really want a fab. Jesus. Okay. So this, all right. This well, goes- you know, nobody lost. Nobody ever. What's who was that? Uh, the newspaper man from the '30s who said nobody ever lost a dollar underestimating the taste of the American public. That that's very very true. But I'm I have trouble with this because I believe in America. Like I choose to be here. I'm from Australia, and you guys mm-hmm. are disappointing me right now. Like I, I choose to be here, and if the best line that can come out of this is, "You think you can teach me a lesson? You think you're tough enough to make me actually listen to you?" This is domestic violence masquerading as BDSM. Um, yeah, again, great. Kind of rapey. Yeah. <laughs> kind of rapey, really rapey. There's a great review by a guy called the Dom. No, he's not mm. into S and M. His name is Dominic. He does book reviews on YouTube. If you guys check him out, he gives the best example of this I've ever seen. I think he ends up drunk halfway through, but it is like 20 minutes of him screaming about the domestic violence. <laughs> it is the best review I've seen of this book so far. Uh, um, and if this is what BDSM is, I understand no, why these no, psychological... No, no, no. This, this is what sexual deviancy and borderline stalking is. borderline stalking he showed up and stalked her he showed up when she asked him not to he showed up when she went out of state oh he crossed state lines oh yeah total stalker (laughs) but he's pretty I don't care I've had prettier and richer and that doesn't mean they get to stalk you hell I've had prettier Jesus exactly like stalking's not okay And it but, really comes it down. Made a, it made how many millions at the freaking box office? Somebody's out there watching this crap. And I it wasn't understand. me this time. No. <laughs> Paul's like, I fell for that shit once. 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 Just once. No. <laughs> Someone made me watch Fifty Shades of Grey once. Once. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Alexis made <laughs> me watch it once and I'll never do it again. 
it's I think the whole thing once upon a time uh, BDSM was considered a sexual deviance that went that, that was considered a psychiatric problem now mm-hmm. to sum up Christian Grey likes Anastasia Steele because she reminds him of his crack whore mother who abandoned him and he feels better by beating on her not only yeah. is that sexual deviance that does have there there is a psychological issue there <laughs> like, yeah, that, there's that, that's, that's a somebody with issues. I don't care if he has a mansion, it's somebody with issues. I, now, again, uh, okay, now I haven't seen the movie, uh, the third one. Did it wind up with uh, Christian wearing uh, Anastasia's face uh, skin, as a skin mask? The end of it? I, I believe it, so. It was right, right before Hannibal Lecter told her where to go find him or something. Right, because sure. I mean, this is a very yeah. derivative story. I would, I would totally <laughs> think that they would go straight down that road. But, yeah, she used to be That's vampire fan fiction erotica. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if they threw Hannibal Lecter in this, it might be better. Hey, why not? What can it hurt at this point? No, like, Seven yeah. Penguins and Advance Number would live in that freaking second movie. Yeah. I think what scares me and the reason like there's so much hate on this movie. I get that it's like mommy porn, that women are reading this and getting adventurous and, you know, the husbands are occasionally getting some, um, but... Okay, so that's I'm, good. I'm really scared of what this teaches kids. In Twilight, Edward didn't want Bella to go hang out with Jacob, so he ripped part of her engine out. I had a problem with that. Well, this and there was also... I did see a couple of those Twilight phone. movies, and there was one of the most vicious acts of Conalingus that I was even thought about. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm pretty sure there was. You know the scene I'm talking about, right? It's, it's where she had, where he gives her a C-section with his teeth. Yes, because it has to be a vampiric <laughs> thing, otherwise it, it, the the the, the, the uh, embryonic sac will just heal up. Because that was really important to the story. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like cackling. That, that is probably, I have to be with you, Paul, that is the most vicious act of cunnilingus I've ever seen, but I've, mm-hmm. I've never heard of. And you should you... see some of the people I've hung out with. I mean, <laughs> serious. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I just, I think where I'm caught is this makes Twilight look good. Whoa. And Twilight yeah, was, was a just... sparkly pile of poop. Inspired by Twilight. Twilight ah. was by Anne Rice. So this is fan fiction of fan fiction of fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, it, it really shows. I know there are some fans out there. I'm scared for the kids. I'm scared for the teenagers watching this. Like, I've had guys, since, since this came out, I've had guys try and be more pushy than usual, asking me, you know, do you, do you like aggressive men? And I'm sitting there going, I'm going to hit you in the head with a fucking stiletto heel if you don't take three steps back. I don't like to be touched. Do I like so, aggressive men? Do you like a flesh wound? Yeah. yeah so. I like that. I'm using that. that as do, you, do you like a flesh wound? <laughs> I like that. I. But that's it. It's starting to... The answer to... is you're not going to be more aggressive than her, so don't try. All right? <laughs> just don't. Just move on. All right? Yeah. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Yeah. But that's it. It's it's. But it's reflecting in, in my dating life. And my dating life is boring. <laughs> 
and I look at Alexis and I hear guys talk to Alexis and she goes, I'm into, Alexis will say, you know, she's into BDSM. And you have guys turn around and go, so you like to be tied up? Alexis is like, no, I like to wear a penis. Um, and <laughs> since the only oh, wow, look at the time. Yeah, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the only understanding they have of BDSM is from Fifty Shades of Grey. Hey, Which you know, I, there's other little silly stuff that's happened over the years, but I, 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 I think when we have the panel on, we'll have to ask what is the best representation of that lifestyle as 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 there been one in movies or as there been one in books or any of those things. I, I think that's pretty important. I think Alexis hmm. also needs to date smart men. I think that's also part of the problem. But we'll tackle okay. that when it comes on. And Alexis has that question in advance. So. Alexis, do we have to go into my dating life every single time? <laughs> yes, because you're the only common example I have of it. So when we come back, we are going to be on with Dr. Russ talking about all things healthy. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with host of the Militant Moderate, my co-host, Paul Michael Bolin. This is Behind the Scenes. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer-Kroger. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you ever given any thought to what is behind your insurance coverage? Many of us don't think of it as more than that premium you pay on a regular basis. Of course, until you actually need to use it. On CYA with Rhonda, you'll learn to cover your assets and find out what all of that insurance mumbo-jumbo really means. If you're looking for a lucrative career option, Rhonda Lukey will explain how to get into the insurance business. Listen live every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with your favorite person and mine, host of the militant moderate, Paul Michael Boland, who is hiding in the back of a van. How are you doing, Paul? 
Yeah, just, uh, well, you know, Fridays. What are you going to do? Yeah, hiding, it, it's, it's normal, hiding in the back of a rape van. Uh, so I do have to say, I want to give a quick shout-out. We're going to have Dr. Ross on in just a sec, but I want to give a quick shout-out to the people that own my booty and help me look fabulous for red carpets. Adrian Alcantar Hair Studios in Palm Springs, California. He's working on the Oscars right now, doing Ryan Seacrest and a bunch of people. He always makes me look fabulous when I look like shit. It's the only thing that saves me. Um, I want to give a shout out to Aspen Mills Bread Company for supporting the city and a whole bunch of non-profits, AZ Corpse Crew. I look forward to seeing you guys at Phoenix Comic Con. Livestream Blood Bank, please give, go, go, give blood. Marchingapparel.com, best place to get your stuff, best place to get things made. Smashbox Makeup, because they make me look good too. Between them and Adrian, I look like a human. Um, otherwise, I look pale and ill. True Rest Sedona in Las Vegas and Sedona, True Rest Spas. It's a float spa. Scott Haskin for the fabulous music. Guys, seriously, go check out Scott Haskin's music and True Tone Pain Supply because they actually save our ass every time we screw up. Our giveaways today are LA's Lip Squad. I'm going to have Dr. Russ pick the uh, the question this week, and it's going to be for a 24-hour lasting lipstick. It works wonderfully or a float at True Rest in Sedona or Las Vegas. As well as Alexis's giveaway for the week is going to be a lollipop from Twisted Cherry. I swear to God, Alexis. Um, Alexis's giveaway is a lollipop. I did not think I would say those words. I am going to have Dr. Russ on now. I quit. Dr. Russ, Wait, welcome because, to the show. Uh, you didn't say lollipop. You said so. I, I did. I did, yeah. and I'm not repeating what I said. I'm just, I just read what Alexis puts in front of me, and right now she's in a timeout. G'day, oh. Dr. Russ. Welcome to the show. Hi, Summer. Thank you. Nice to be here. Well, it's always nice to have you. We had a bunch of write-ins for you and a whole bunch of questions, and there seems to be one really big question that men have been writing in about. Um, this is from Miles in Glastonbury, Connecticut, and... I can tell we've had about 15 of these in the last week. So something is setting the men in the world off. I don't know if it's a new diet fad or something, but something set the guys off. Uh, and the question is, do hormone levels affect penis size? Because guys are asking if they should take hormone supplements and something's, something's in the water. Well, there's no uh, reliable evidence that this is the case. Uh, there is a genetic length of your penis that you inherit and that's where you're going to end up. Um, hormones uh, like testosterone, uh, for example, the, the male hormone, is not an enlargement medication. Uh, uh, but it is, uh, um, I might add, uh, can be given... Uh, to get harder erections, there's a uh, problem with impotence, but uh, there's no reliable evidence that testosterone will affect penis size. One day when we have more time, I'm going to have to ask you what the obsession is with this because I don't get it. The, you get so many pictures and questions, and I keep explaining to people these pictures come to me. No one's listening. Um, <laughs> I don't want photos. <laughs> Our next question is from... Oh, half of those are for me, so sorry, I guess. Half of yeah. those are for... Paul, you get a timeout. Our next question is from uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. 
and I don't have a name here. And Lexi, you only sent me two questions. Um, is there a way to get rid of gels after rapid weight gain due to pregnancy without surgery? Well, not all surgeries are alike. Uh, liposuction, uh, cool sculpting, and other variations of liposuction can be applied to localized fat accumulation and uh, are um, uh, more or less non-invasive compared to uh, facelifts. Uh, they're distinguished from facelifts, which are more invasive. Uh, but the listener may be wondering about if there's uh, a drug that targets the jowls specifically, and there is not. Okay. I like that one. Alexis, you only sent me two questions. I need you to send me the third question. Well, well the thing is, I actually didn't send, I didn't send you all three questions on purpose because this one was a question that I was particularly passionate about, and so I personally wanted to read it off. Oh, God. What is it, BDSM? Uh, no, 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 no. Just wait. So my friend uh, needs help. Her boss, uh, my friend needs to help her lo boss lose weight quickly after a late-term miscarriage and a back and hip injury acquired during a sexual assault. Her boss has to be model ready before the end of the year. She is not allowed to say why, according to her NDA. Her boss is only now healing, and she has her lupus under control. She is going to physical therapy and the chiropractor even though my friend told her to do this months and months and months ago, uh, what advice would you give to my friend to help her support her boss? Because, frankly, it affects both of their careers. Uh, Alexis, <laughs> oh, the executive assistant to Summer wow. in Los Angeles, California. Oh, this question's from Alexis. Well, I can tell you, Alexis is going to be working a lot of weekends. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. it's kind of a convoluted uh, question, but indeed it's the $64,000 question. Um, if, if all else has failed, um, I, I think it's good to ask the individual uh, what's worked for her in the past. And in her heart of hearts, she may know uh, the answer, uh, but she may be keeping it secret because she does not want to lose weight or is afraid to do so. Uh, due to past trauma, for example, uh, she's insulating herself from life's trauma with a warm blanket of flesh. Um, and uh, we'll actually sometimes do things that are harmful uh, so as not to feel the pain. Uh, we know the role of the psyche in such cases, uh, but don't make this diagnosis uh, that is, until we've thoroughly evaluated the patients uh, for other common causes of obesity, either physical, metabolic, genetic. Um, in such difficult cases, uh, trials of different uh, weight loss medication can be formed um, uh, until success is uh, achieved. Uh, when I mention different... Uh, uh, anorexics. Uh, for us uh, here, this is a great day because uh, uh, the new Palm Springs diet is now available uh, to your listeners. Um, oh, fantastic. For those who may not be aware of this product, it's it's not a pill. It's, it's a spray. It's a 
a spray that you use if you have a food craving or uh, if you uh, uh, have a desire to eat but don't want to eat uncontrollably, uh, um, a hunger pang, uh, that's when you would use this... uh, this spray and uh, it's the kind of thing that I might recommend to this individual. Uh, we're uh, we're excited and uh, if people want to obtain it, they can go to our website, thenewpalmspringsdiet.com, and uh, read more about it. Uh, our book is also available on that on that website. Uh, so I, I think of the three questions, um, my my favorite is the third one, um, but I think that person already has a copy of my book. If I, if uh, I'm sure. Just I'm going to kill you, who, who it is. Uh, So maybe we can award a consolation prize uh, uh, to the uh, p- um, the question number two because it's more of a weight related question, and this is a a weight loss show. So I like uh, that. Um, we will send a copy of the Palm Springs Diet to uh, Philadelphia. To Shannon. Shannon. To Shannon in uh, mm. Philadelphia. Shannon will be sending you a copy of the Palm Springs Diet. For everyone else, you can go to authorhouse.com, amazon.com. You can go to the new Palm Springs Diet. Um, I'm definitely going to be trying the new Palm Springs Diet because the Palm Springs Diet, the original, guys, it really did clear up my lupus. I'm not having flare-ups. Following that really got me way less. Like I'm, I just don't get sick like I did. Um, so I'm definitely going to be trying the new Palm Springs Diet. Everybody... Go grab your copy. You'll feel better. You'll have more energy. Um, so, again, that's – I'm really flustered. Alexis, I'm going to freaking kill you. That is authorhouse.com. <laughs> that is um, – Boy, any desires to take that book and hurl it out of the system. <laughs> so, if Alexis. I do go missing, just be aware that this show is recorded. It's out there everywhere, so you all know what happened to me. <laughs> Oh, um, I believe. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think okay. Alexis has um has already been proactive. I know I have to go see Doctor Russ this week. Doctor Russ, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm going to go hide in shame during the commercial break. Uh, and- there you go. All right. I hope you all have a great weekend and visit the, the our new website, thenewpalmsprings.com. New Guys, Palm I'm going to put up a link. I'm going to put up a link so everyone can go check it out. It really is great stuff. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with your favorite doctor and mine, Dr. Russ, talking about all things healthy, skinny, and wise. Check out the new Palm Springs Diet. Get your copy of the Palm Springs Diet. We're on with my co-host, Paul Michael Bolin. I swear I'll be less flustered when we come back after this. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco 
can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I am your thoroughly mortified host that may or may not have killed their assistant, <coughs> Summer Helene. I want to hear and her this, voice. I want to hear want her to voice. Hear her voice. <laughs> oh, Paul, you'll be hearing a lot of her voice. She is working a lot of weekends with yeah, my co-host. <laughs> Host of the militant moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. Uh, we Ooh. are talking about all things healthy, wealthy and wise with Dr. Russ. I think I died a little inside. And now we are going to go back to Fifty Shades of Grey, which is going to kill me just a little bit more. I do not like this show today. Some, some, somebody's fucking with me. That's what I This is messed up. <laughs> I'd like to, of course, welcome the author of 121 First Dates... Uh, and a really, really incredible author, incredible woman, um, and somebody I admire very, very much. Winter, Winter, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me back. No problem. Um, I'd also like to welcome uh, MMA fighter, and I'm just not even going to go through the list. I'm still dying. Jared Fjorda, he is the owner of Free MMA, a gym that gives MMA to everyone. He's a professional fighter. Uh, and he goes by the bear. So Jared, the bear Fiorda, for those that wrote in last week, not that kind of bear. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Thank you. And we'll be at the party. No problem. We'll be having my assistant in just a few minutes. I am still really flustered, guys, so you'll have to bear with me. When uh, Before we got on with Dr. Russ and Alexis um, decided she wanted to, in the foreseeable future, essentially work overtime, we were discussing... We were I, discussing, I still want to hear her voice. I, I do want to hear her voice. <laughs> we were discussing Fifty Shades of Grey and the impact that it has on young people. And I was talking about my own dating experiences with guys getting really nasty and aggressive and asking if that's what I like now. It's really causing kind of a, a shift 
And I know it's affecting Alexis when she talks about BDSM, people assume that she wants to be tied up um, and that doesn't quite work for her. What do you guys think? I know Paul asked earlier and wanted to know, and I'm going to put this question here. Mm. Uh, Paul asked earlier, what do you think a good representation of Fifty Shades of Grey is and then we'll, of, of BDSM? Then we'll move on to Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Is there a movie or a book out there that is a, uh, now, granted, I'm pretty sure Police Academy 4 is a better representation of the SNM community, BDSM community, than Fifty Shades of Grey, but what's your go-to? Jared, I'm going to let you fill this one, because all I can think of right now is Secretary is hot, but still not a great representation. You know, I don't think they've, I don't think I've personally seen something that represents BDSM as, as what it is, really. Yeah, no. Seriously, nothing? No, wait, wait, nothing. Wait, what was the question? I didn't get no. that No. You're still in timeout, young lady. Um, <laughs> would you like me to give you a lollipop? I mean, we got a few for a giveaway. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate you. <laughs> All right. Can I get so How could you possibly say <laughs> that to her? <laughs> Do they have gluten? They, they don't uh, have gluten, do they? Okay. Right, so. I, don't think, I think they're gluten-free. Okay, I quit. There you go. Colors. I quit. As they All should right. be. So we haven't seen a good representation of BDSM in a film. No. No. Fair enough. Fair enough. Seriously. <laughs> I see that there's a market out there. Uh, yeah, been- I, I'm, I'm seeing a market. Um, I, I'm Someone going could to- make like an HBO series, Summer. I, I'm in the middle of making two. <laughs> I'm busy, I don't know about yes. sell. I mean, well, to you guys, if you had to see a film that was about BDSM, what would you want to see? I'm just uh, what it actually is for one. But okay. great, what is it? All right. I'll dive in. Not so, as boring and pragmatic as it is, I would like to see the conversation because it isn't throw someone up against the wall and say, you like it this way, right? No, that is not how I it see. goes. For I sure. So, as unsexy as it would be to actually have a conversation after, ooh, are you into BDSM? What do you like? What do you like about it? What's interesting to you? What's your favorite part? What's never going to happen? Boring, but still completely necessary and then what would also be great to counter that is some of the hotness some of the scenes maybe some rope scenes maybe some bondage scenes maybe shots of the faces of people who are being tied up who really enjoy it so they can so people can see they are not being tortured and that they're not miserable and they're not disenfranchised i'm I'm okay so jared's in um, I, I do have to say, and I'm going to ask you this, and it was written in by – I'm, I'm trying to read through this, sorry. This, this was written in by a listener, and I'm very, very curious about this. Do you think that the representation, representation of Anastasia Steele, which was based on Bella Swan, which was supposed to be a girl saving herself for marriage, and the way they've depicted Fifty Shades of Grey as an aberration and something she doesn't want to be into – um, has to do with a repressive sexual view, that a woman's sexuality is not okay. I know I'm going to bring up your dating life again, Alexis, and fuck you if you don't like it. Um, I, after what you pulled, fuck you. you aggressive uh, now. <laughs> Say one little question to Dr. Ross. All of a sudden you're in the show. <laughs> 
Um, but I know in Alexis's dating life, she's been categorized because she is a, a dominant female partner as unfeminine. She's been ridiculed for it. She's actually had partners that have said they're happy to go along with this later come back and really make her feel bad. Do you think Anastasia Steele plays into the repressive view of sexuality? And do you think that's why it did so well in America, but it didn't do very well globally? I do for sure. Yeah. I'm going to have to say, of course. I agree as well. Okay. Well, that would be, that would be interesting. Um, I'm going to ask you then, what, so you've said what you'd like to see. You'd like to see an honest representation of BDSM. I know in the past you've all said this is dangerous. Um, for those that didn't tune in two weeks ago, uh, Wendy, would you tell everyone a little bit about what you're into really quickly? I'm going to have Jared do the same and Alexis do the same for the people that are texting in right now asking. Yeah, I'm submissive, and I'm not submissive because I'm a real pushover or a walking doormat, but I am submissive because I'm a leader in my everyday world, and it is exhausting. Yeah, it, it is. It is so delightful to actually turn the reins over to somebody else and to be able to have that deep connection of submitting. And for people who are unfamiliar with this world, it doesn't mean that I go along with anything that I don't want to do, and it doesn't mean that I get surprised. I don't get surprised. I know it's coming, I've already agreed to it, and then I submit. I like that. Now, I'm going to ask you, Alexis, will you please tell everyone a little bit about what you're into? Of course. So, I am considered a dame. I am a dame because I love to be in control. And though submissives have a great deal of control, I like being the one that kind of calls the shots as they come. And I'm the one that plans everything out because I love to plan. So, you know, I, I like the, you know, Wendy had the voice that she knows what's coming beforehand. As a submissive, you actually have a shitload of power over every single situation because you do call the shots. Okay. Jared, what about you? I am a dom. <clears throat> I don't choose to be dom because I have some anger towards my mother. I uh, actually <laughs> just love feeling in control of the situation. And I love seeing the looks on the subs' faces when I'm able to give them what they please. But that also benefits me because I'm the one running the scene. I'm the one creating the situation, providing the atmosphere, the lights, and the toys if I really want to. Okay, so to be clear, it's not because you want to sleep with your mother or get revenge against her. No, it is not that. Okay, I, I've <laughs> met your mother. I, I, could, I could see her beating the crap out of any guy that tried that with her. Just saying. Oh, I, that's <laughs> an understatement. <laughs> okay, so listen to what the three of us just said and put it in the context outside of sex. Let's just put it in the context of vacation. I mean, look how great my role is. I get to call all the shots, but they do all the planning. Yay! What's that to love? <laughs> okay. Wendy, I, think, I think Wendy has the best place here. <laughs> She's like, I got this. <laughs> it's about me. I like, I like that. Um, now, we had – they're releasing Fifty Shades of Grey right now as an entire set and then putting all of the sex scenes on one DVD, which I still maintain is porn. I don't think it's a movie at that point. Um, 
but this is being released to a younger and younger audience. What do you think of 13 and 14-year-olds being exposed to this? Because a lot of young girls are now seeing this hyper-controlling, hyper-aggressive, very abusive form of BDSM as love. Well, if I may, I, I have two things about that. One they're going to be seeing that this is what BDSM is. So they're either going to be terrified of it and never want anything to do with it and thus gives that uh, particular area of sex a very bad name. Or it'll promote the idea that this is what it is and you should be looking to please men who treat their women like this. And you should be looking to submit to men who would treat you like this in a relationship. I, I got to say... Um BDSM is, is not my thing, but I'm very much a partner pleaser. Whatever my partner wants, I want to do. Um, it's also why I'm very selective because I essentially turn into a puppy dog. And I couldn't imagine being trapped with a human like that. And for somebody to be submissive and enjoy what this person's doing, I, I want to know, and I'm going to ask you, Wendy, the head trip that he throws at her, is that normal in this in this? No, it's abuse. It's abuse. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> I think that's a given. Um, how do you separate BDSM from abuse? Let, let's put it this way. If, if I were her, I would have walked out of that room the first time any bullshit thing ever happened that I didn't expect and I didn't like. And if I called it and said, oh, no, whatever word I was using instead of no, some safe word somewhere, if I called the safe word and he didn't stop or slow down, I'm 100% out. So it makes the movie entirely wrong, right? So it, it makes him a controlling, manipulative, broken jerk who, if he didn't have any money, would be in jail. Uh, I think Paul put it best. If Fifty Shades of Grey was an overweight guy in a trailer park, it would be an episode of CSI. I still exactly. use that quote. That's the best quote. Paul, Paul came up with it. It's the best quote I've ever heard. Um, well done, Paul. <laughs> well done. I think what you said should be the tagline of the next movie, actually. <laughs> Manipulating Jerk. Manipulating Jerk, yeah. Well, there's not going to be a next. They've put a rest to it, but they're wanting to revamp it um, and do the release from Christian's perspective and do some prequels with Christian and these ex-girlfriends of his um, or his ex-submissives, but, you know, the, the best wrap-up I heard on this was, again, a, was a guy called The Dom. Uh, he's not a Dom. His name's just Dominic. He's on uh, YouTube. And he said the ex-girlfriend, the submissive, sounded like Igor because she kept saying, the master doesn't allow this. The master, like, really, it sounds like it was written and drawn by some, uh, written and directed and made by somebody that has no idea what BDSM is. I mean, That's I don't know. It fucking was. <laughs> it fucking. So we're a little passionate Basically. here. Um, do you find that this has impacted how people view you when they know that you're into this? For me, I don't care because I, I don't care how people view me when they hear about it because if they know anything about me or if they continue to learn anything about me, They'll see how no-nonsense and sensitive I am and how sort of right-minded, like I said, I can be very pragmatic and boring. <laughs> it's very unsexy. So they'll think, well, wait a minute, right? Well, what's, 
what's really going on here. It's actually my job to speak up some, to bring, to normalize it and to bring it into our culture in a way that they can see that it isn't this thing that Hollywood has turned it into. It's not sex negativity. It's not abuse. It's not going along to get along. It's none of those things. And if they I, stop lift, if they stop listening in the first few sentences, that's not my problem. But if they want to hear more, I'm ready to share. I can honestly say I'd like to see it added in. Um, some more of that added in. There's a little bit. It touches on it just and allures to it in 121 first dates. But I would like yeah. to see it. I would like actually to see it in the screenplay a little bit more of that. Just personally. Yeah, me too. Um, oh, good. <laughs> so, good. Yeah. So we're going that direction. Got it. Um, I'd yep. like to see a little bit more page. of that. Because I think, I think that could be uh, a show that brings that a little more forward. What about uh, for you, Alexis? I know in your dating life, you say you're into BDSM. Guys think you want, they want, you know, you want them to tie you up. And then um, they, they kind of, you can watch their penises invert and then start to run when you explain <laughs> you get to wear the penis. <laughs> not all of the guys I date. Um, uh, Alexis, I, I've, I've met the men you date. They have the personality of a bedpost. <laughs> Wet dish rag, someone get it right, please. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, first of all, I wanted to say something. When we talk about Fifty Shades of Grey and how it's viewed in general... I just want to point out that this was created by a woman who was going through a midlife crisis in an interview with people said that she's not such a pervert. Like, the reality of this whole thing, not only did she not know what she was talking about, but then she her views are completely against it. Hold up. So, this, so the biggest film on BDSM was created by somebody that does not like BDSM? Yeah. Actually, the whole film makes far more sense. There's the wrap-up. The whole film makes complete sense now. Got it. Thank you. The entire film just tells about how these two people are, well, one's confused and scared and one's just an asshole, so. I don't know the actor's name, but the actor who plays Christian Grey did his research and then did an interview, uh, magazine interview about doing the research to do the film, and he was disgusted by our community and had gone to a dungeon to see what it was really like and what was it was all about and basically talked about how he took multiple showers and couldn't get clean enough before he could crawl in bed with his lovely wife. That's who played that role. Oh, dear God. That is fucking hard. That, okay, so we have the sexual equivalent of somebody wearing blackface to make a movie written by somebody that hates BDSM. Jamie Dornan. The actor. Awesome. Well, that explains a lot of the representation. Uh, In your case, Jared, because you're into this and, you know, you're a good looking guy, you're a fighter, you're a really, you know, strong kind of guy. I know this plays up with, with women that like you and different things. Do you find this has been a plus for you or a negative? I find this has been a negative. If anything, it's given me as a male dominant or any dominant really a really bad light or bad name when it comes down to this because yeah, the first time that comes up in conversation they ask me one are you going to rate me two how's your mother oh wow <laughs> <laughs> and here i thought this would play into your fan base i, I take it no 
No, no. In fact, <laughs> I wouldn't want... I'll be quite frank here. If someone was sexually aroused by this film, I would not like to take them on as my sub. Because one, I would disappoint them. Two, I'd be afraid of what really goes on in their mind. That's a very fair statement. How do you guys see a fix for this? Sorry, what was it? I've been making a good movie, correct? An accurate film would be nice. It would be actually a fucking phenomenal change. What about you, Wendy? What was the question? Uh, How do you see a change for this? More normalizing with people who can speak to what it's really like because they have that experience who aren't sex negative and aren't male negative. Because not only was that film sex negative, this asshole character, this male lead, doesn't help out our brothers. I want to see more male positivity and sex positivity. I think that would be very, very I think that's very important. Um, for all of you, I know it's very, very difficult to to open up and to talk about how this does affect your community. But do you see this? Do you see the impact on your community? There's more curiosity, which is good. You know, if they make it to a newcomer event in our community, that's a really good thing. That means they're going to be put in front of people who know what they're doing and could help mentor them or give them tips or say, oh, God, don't try that right out the gate. You'll hurt yourself. (laughs) What I worry about is the people that don't ever cross our path in the community because they're out there soloing it and potentially doing damage. There was a story about um, a young girl who was in, she was in high school. This just came out about a week ago. Um, She decided, you know, she wanted her partner to be more dominant. Um, I know a guy missed and shoved it up your butt, Alexis. So you're going to have, you know, some, some empathy for this girl here. Um, The guy didn't miss. He intentionally did that. No preparation, no anything. And he actually ripped Uh, her all the way inside she had to have surgery and a whole bunch of things um, because he didn't know what he was doing they were trying to play off this film I believe give me a second I'll tell you how old the girl was Uh, she was 14 her boyfriend was 13 Mm. what advice do you have for kids that are curious because this is out there not the kids should be listening to this show but let's say young people no dry docking, use lube, go slow. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be mine. All right. Alexis, Jared, Wendy, if you guys could all say something to people that are watching these films, um, what, what would you say? Wendy, can we start with you? Yeah, this is Hollywood. And whether it's Hollywood or whether it's porn, it isn't real. So... Pay attention to the person you're standing in front of who's a real person, your sexual partner, and have real conversations about what you like, what you don't like, don't do anything that isn't consenting, and for God's sake, have lube and go slow, and don't use any equipment that could hurt yourself. And by the way, choking, young people, bad idea. Yeah. Alexis? 
Well, one of the things that I would normally say is fucking do your research. Um, but another one of the big things is communication. Like, you have to know... I know in the movies and I know in porn and all of this, they have literally, they go through the acts and they don't speak to each other. Or if they speak, it's just one person degrading the other. Or there's such limited communication. And when you're going through an actual scene, there's a great deal of communication. It's not two people being silent or three or four, how many people you have included in the scene. You talk, you communicate, you know what is good and what is bad. Like, there is no time where it's just going with it and you don't know if your partner's actually liking that. I, I can say, people- sorry, I, I again, partner pleaser, I do what they want, how they want, when they want. I would probably have a mental breakdown being stuck with a guy like Gray. So I think the information you're giving is really good there, Lex. Because you've chased a few of them off like that, <laughs> physically. Um, if they're not tuned into how you are, you're with the wrong dom. He, he or she is not trained enough. I agree with that. I, yeah, this is why I don't date. Uh, Jared, your advice. I would have to say just stay curious. If your only point of reference is those movies, I would say... Not only do you know fairly little, you might actually have hindered yourself if you take that stuff for real. Get online, talk to friends, get a mentor, find someone who knows what they're doing. Even your parents might have experience with this, as oddly as that sounds. But get help from people who understand, not what Hollywood shows you is correct or what is what is. I'm going to add in, and if you want to have sex with your mother, it is not BDSM. And I suggest you seek a therapist, uh, and we are happy to set you up with one and pay for it. Just FYI. Uh, I want guys, to add one additional thing here. One sec. One, no, hang on. Guys, I'm, is it okay if I, because we have one minute left, if I uh, put up your social media information? So if anyone's curious about what you're doing, Wendy, or what you're doing, Alexis, or what you're doing, Jared, they can come and talk to you guys. Yes. Yes, I'm happy with this. I want to educate everyone. Okay. Alexis? What were you saying? Use appropriate toys. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. What do you mean? Oh man! I mean, if you want to like shove a baseball in somebody's anus, there there's butt plugs. Just do that. People shove baseballs. Yeah, there's a whole set. I was thinking of a baseball bat, to be honest, but yeah. Oh, my God. All right, we're at the end of the show. Um, we, have, we have one minute left. Guys, please go to – Jared, what is your Twitter? My Twitter is at Bear Fjorda or at Jared Fjorda. Okay, go check out at Bear Fjorda. We'll put up a link. Alexis has Alexis's Guide to Assistance. She talks about how to be Alexis an assistant. Alexis DJ Romero. Yep, she'll put up a link there. And Wendy? Wendyspeaks.com wendyspeaks.com. Guys, of course, check out the Militant Moderate. I think we lost Paul. I know he was in the back of a van. I hope he is safe and well, and I will. <laughs> you guys will see him next week. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Uh, I'm definitely going to do what Wendy talked about and suggested, and I think we need to add that into 121 First Dates. I think that is something really important, and I think that would be a great boon to it. 
Uh, if you are interested in BDSM, check out one of these guys. Talk to them. Talk to somebody that knows what you're into and what you like. Find somebody with some experience there. And if you're in a relationship like the one in Fifty Shades of Grey, we're going to put up some information for a domestic violence hotline. We're always happy to help. Thank you guys for being on the show very, very much. And survived. Have a good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.